Friday. Jason here on Tuesday the 6th of July. Bit of a chilly one. Hopefully wherever you are, stand warm. While the old Facebook Live is warming up, a little bit later this morning, getting myself organised. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Um, got a special guest today coming in and... Um, uh, hopefully you guys are all awesome and well. Uh, morning, James. How are you, mate? Good to see you there. Uh, for those who are returning, the regulars, welcome back, gang. Uh, we've got a special guest today. Andy Fenton's going to drop on by um, on purpose this time. Um, and, um, <laughs> and we're going to have a bit of a chat about insurance and, uh, and the likes when it comes to borrowing all this money. We've got all this debt. Uh, we've got to make sure we take care of things uh, in the in the background. So we're going to have a quick chat about that uh, in a minute, so stick with me uh, as we get the old Facebook Live warmed up. Graham, morning, mate. How are you? Melinda, good to see you. Sean, got his coffee. Arnie, as always, good to see you uh, as well. Anyone who's new, anyone new popping by, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you wherever you pop and buy from, um, give us a bell. Oh, <laughs> Andrew's coming in from down in Tassie. Yes, I yeah, I, I would expect it to be pretty cold down that way. Gee, uh, there you go. And there's Stu, all the way from Sydney. Stu, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Um, so yeah, anyone who's new, Jason Whitten is my name. Been property investing over twenty years, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand over 18, and uh, along the way, paid attention, learnt one or two things, and each morning I get together with a few of the crew and uh, share a few things. So um, uh, this morning, we're going to get a guest on in just a second. So Pratesh, good morning, mate. Um, oh, thanks, mate. Great. Uh, good to have you with us last night. We had Marcus uh, Pierce last night, guest speaker. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. and. Um, Inda, how are you, mate? Uh, Briggsy, Briggsy, how are you, mate? Allison, Bob's there. Tony, oh yeah, I'm from Colac. Ah, there you go. All right. Well, I think we've got everything warmed up in Facebook land or live Facebook live land, anyway. So, gang, uh, what we're going to talk about today? For those who have joined a little bit late, um, we're going to have a bit of a chat about the idea of when we have all of these debts, you know, and call them. Call them liabilities or risks, whatever whatever uh, languaging you want to have. Got to make sure you've got yourself covered, and uh, certainly not my expertise. So I've wrangled an expert today to come and join us, um, and he's in the green room right now. So I'm going to bring him on, um, and let me see if I can do this. Are you ready, Andy? You got your makeup on, and you got the lights, lights, camera action. <laughs> How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm not sure about the wake up, or the makeup, mate, but uh, I tell you what, your green room's pretty cold at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, um, the uh, the well, it's it's good when it's cold if it's um, if it's cold for a decent reason, you know. Um, if it's snowing and, and we're at the snow, but uh, it's a bit annoying when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no skis and snowboards here, my friend. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, mate, um, good you could join us at short notice today. Thanks for uh, being a champion. Um, we had uh, one of our crew uh, not so long ago. It was, uh, it was last week. 
ask about, hey, I'm, I'm borrowing all this money, you know, in, in the millions when we're as property investors, you know, if we're going to be buying, you know, between three and five investment properties and our own home, you know, that can run into the, you know, three, four million dollars worth of debt. Um, and a really good question, which is right over your hitting plate, you and I have chatted about this many times, is if I've got that much debt, you know, uh, how much insurance uh, should I get? Should I get insurance? Where do I pay for it? You know, how much insurance? You know, I've heard horror stories about people paying tens of thousands of dollars a year of insurance and it doesn't even work. You know, what quick maybe, you know, uh, uh, not advice but sort of ideas or feedback could you give the listeners today about this interesting topic? I know you and I could dive massively deep in on this one, but, you know, what are the, you know, three to five, you know, seven highlight conversation pieces that we need to be aware of when it comes to this stuff? Yeah, it's a bit of a rabbit hole, isn't it? And uh, it's interesting when you say, you know, they're paying tens of thousands of dollars uh, in insurance and it didn't even work. And it's one of those things that insurance is something that you pay for and you really don't ever want to use. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's the worst possible case is that it actually works and you use it. But look, possibly uh, if we break it down to, into a few different steps, I'm not quite sure how many. We'll say five now, but we'll see whether that actually transpires <laughs> to five. Uh, where I like to, to, sc- to start the conversation is, is in the statistics side of the equation because it opens people's eyes up to a, a how fundamentally it works and then you can start to exploit the opportunities that exist there and uh, so so maybe we'll chat about that then we'll go into what risk mitigation is all about which is kind of a a way of how you can start to calculate what the right amount for you is and uh, and then maybe you know we can dive into a couple of other areas just briefly Um, what's our time frame on this mate what do you want to give it we usually do 10 or 15 minutes so you know if we say 10 minutes from now is probably perfect timing, but if it goes 15, I don't think anyone's going to complain. Well, um, I haven't had anyone complain yet when I've rabbited on for 20 minutes, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, insurance in, in a lot of ways, and, um, and you know, I might get a few pot shots from the, uh, the insurance companies after this, is uh, it's, it's to a degree, it's like a casino. It's a gamble. Uh, and and you're basically gambling on yourself, and you. So the reason why I say it's a casino is because it's operating on the law of uh, probabilities and possibilities. And the house has to win; it has to. There's no option. The house isn't allowed to lose. If the house loses, everybody loses. And uh, and you can't buy drinks at this casino, uh, and uh, and you can't go dancing at this casino. But if you think about it from a, a statistical like perspective, any fun at all. <laughs> it's, it's really not. I should probably find a better a better analogy. But the reality is, when it's when it comes to insurance, you have to treat it seriously because it's a deep and it's a dark conversation. And uh, and I'll give you a little tool later on of what we use to ask our clients in order to be able to elicit from them what is the appropriate amount of insurance. Yeah, because you can be taken down a rabbit hole by somebody who's just interested in getting you too much cover. Yeah. And for me, the right amount of cover is the, the is walking the tightrope of what you're comfortable with. So, how much risk you're willing to to endure in your life, and how much risk you want to pay to mitigate over that period of time. So, uh, if we just have a look at the statistics side of the equation, it's it's a game of probabilities. And I've kind of I'm not sure whether we can actually do this, mate. But we'll give it a crack. You want to share um, screen? Hang on. Yep. There we go. Beauty. 
Now, I've got this uh, depicting different types of insurance premiums over a period of time. But what this graph actually does is it, it shows us the, the probability. And so if we're talking about probability, effectively what that means is the insurance co company is saying, what is the probability that you are going to get sick, injured uh, or dead effectively? And they have got a huge amount of data. It's called mortality uh, tables, which is you know super interesting stuff. Not exactly uh, you know nice wine conversation, but <laughs> um, but basically what these guys are doing is they're going well. We've got data on millions, if not hundreds of millions of people, and so we know statistically, you know what is the probability at age, you know if we go sort of eighteen through to sixty five at the bottom. Uh, we go, what, what is the probability of an event happening to you? And if you look at the orange line, you can see that the probability earlier on in life of things happening to you is far less. Yeah. And once you hit this sort of magic number, which happens somewhere between the ages of 40 and 50, right, then the probability starts to escalate and it ends up being like a hockey stick curve. It ends up almost just going straight up here. So if we understand this to be true, and then we go, well, so how do, how do they price the, the, their policies? And they price it based on probability. That's all they do because they have to invest the money that you give them in a way that is capital and stable enough for them to make sure that the house can win and pay you out a return. And uh, so they have to increase premiums every now and again in order to be able to compensate for the elevated risk. So what a lot of people don't understand about insurance is that if you're in the retail world, the earlier you get insurance, generally, the cheaper it's going to be, right? Because they're operating on the law of probability and they're going, well, there's less chance when you're young, you're going to pass away. There's less chance when you're younger, you're going to become disabled. There's less chance that you're going to become long-term sick. Right. And the final one is there's less chance that you will be disciplined enough to maintain that policy through your life. So they're, so they're basically saying, I'll give you a cheap policy because I know at some point it's likely that you'll just stop paying and even, and we, we get to keep the money. Yeah. Right. Okay. There you go. 100%. Look at this. I've even got <laughs> my coffee for the wealth coffee chat. Oh, uh, good work. <laughs> thanks to, uh, thanks to Magda. Uh, good work, Magda. <laughs> so it's uh so it's all about playing the probability so yeah 100 percent. and they and I just had a client the other day who said to me and and i i always laugh when this happens is um he said you know i was, I was have i had the insurance policy but it just wasn't working and and i said what do you mean wasn't working is and he's gone well Actually, yeah, it's a bit of a, a, a ridiculous question, isn't it? Um, no, I said, well, are you dead? He said, no. Uh, are you disabled? He said, no. Have you been long-term sick? No. Have you been long-term dead and then come back? Uh, he said, no. And I said, well, so, yeah, it's doing its job. It's just you you are not getting the benefit. And, and here's where the second conversation comes in. It's like people need a fair medium of exchange. And if it's not a fair medium of exchange, then they're not going to participate. So, so tip number one is the earlier you can get into insurance, the possibility of getting in a retail world, uh, the possibility of getting significantly cheaper uh, cover. 
And so for some of our clients, we even get their kids in super early through their insurances and get a couple of million dollars worth of life policies and we can get them for peanuts. And then it's their job to just make sure that they never, never, never dump that policy because we get them on level premiums, which means the, the price stays consistent over time. Because the other part is that there are two different types of premiums. There are stepped uh, and there are level. And there are also the types of cover that you get in industry super fund and group schemes. Is it worth touching on that for 30 seconds? Yeah, if, if you've got, you know, compress it into to you know, a nice bite-sized chunk for this morning. And, you know, I, I think this might be a, a nice topic to go deeper in maybe on Wine and Wisdom on Friday as well, Andy, um, because this sort of stuff is probably fits very nicely into things you should know. It'd be, be great to maybe uh, dive a bit deeper. But basically you're saying right, um, right now too, um, quick overview, quick synopsis is the earlier you get your insurance premiums in play, the 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 uh, the lower cost but more effective long term it can be. Okay. So um, potentially uh, correct. Yeah, potentially, yep. yeah. So all all depending on, you know, where you're paying for it and how you're doing it, whatever. But this is kind of overview ideas. So, you know, get it yep. in sooner, gang. Um, you know, you and I have chatted about this, Andy. You know, um I'm certainly entertaining the idea of paying for premiums for my kids. Um uh, as part of my strategy to help my children out earlier in their life to lock that away, you know. Um, Great. Yep. Um, Unbelievable. Yep. So you got to do the math on it because yeah. we we insured uh, we insured uh, an eighteen year old for three and a half million worth of life and TPD, and I think it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of trauma, and it was less than a thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Now that same policy for somebody who's thirty-five might be about six, seven thousand dollars. That same policy for somebody who's forty might be, you know, you know, close to ten. Like, and th- those numbers could be way off. You know, a couple of thousand each. Way. I'm just eyeballing it, but um, you can see the the difference. So yes, you lose in the beginning, but you've still covered. But long term, you're you end up significantly in Better front off. of the game. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's a couple of questions which, um, you know, Alison's a bit of a regular at uh, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, which is always awesome. So thanks for supporting us, Alison, as always. But, um, you know, potentially we can talk about, you know, advisor, broker. Andy, I know you help clients in this space all the time. So, Alison, if you, if you do want to ask a specific question, maybe uh, uh, go to Fenton Financial, the, um, the Facebook page, and, and uh, send Andy a message if, if you want something like that. Um, so Andy, yeah. So let's let's go to the next bit then. So you know, our listeners today probably more poignant for a for a quick overview is you know I've got let's say I've got five million dollars worth of lending. You know, should I go out and buy a twenty thousand dollar a year insurance premium to cover all of that, or like like where, where does that land? And I know it's a big question, and it's and it all depends with an individual. But you know, what are some tips around that specifically, probably for property investors? Right. So this is this is the scenario, and you know this is this is worth uh, this is worth waking up earlier in the morning for. But uh, <laughs> look, this this is really a million dollar question, really. Uh, and I was taught this question by a guy called Russell Collins uh, many years ago. Uh, Russell's probably one of the foremost experts in insurance in Australia, uh, a legend of the industry, and uh, you know he just an honourable guy. 
and because insurance can be sold and and that that's a bad i in my view that's a bad thing like i said it's it's about the right line for each individual and this question nails it and this this is the question that you ask yourself you say well uh jace you and i are married uh it's a great relationship. We we live a long way apart. That's the reason why it works. Uh, but uh, you, you we just say, got brought a coffee, mate, in the morning. I didn't know what we, we say to each other uh, as as a family, or or even if you don't have a family, you don't have a partner, but you've got kids or you've got dependents of some sort. You ask yourself this question in three different scenarios: uh, What would I what would I like life to look like for my ex? So my my partner, my uh, my family, my children, uh, my dependents, no, whatever form they come, they might be your parents as an example. So what would I lo- want life to look like for my, whatever that is to you, my family, if I died yesterday? And you think about it conceptually. What would I, what would I actually want? Uh, because you've got your asset position because you're working with Jace, so you know exactly how much debt you got, you know your assets, you know your serviceability, you know your income. Uh, so you know if you weren't here yesterday what the ramifications of that would be. So, uh, so if we think about that, Andy, like, you know, okay, um, okay, if I, if I uh, uh, met a, a, short, um, a short fate tomorrow and uh, you're left behind with the, the two dogs and the children, um, so in my head, I'm thinking immediately, all right, at least my home, I want to have debt free. I don't want any debt left on, you know, the family. Uh, I'd love some money left behind. Um, now I don't, um, and maybe, and I'm just thinking out loud here, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe we don't want to insure the whole, um, the whole property investment portfolio because you don't need the debts paid off on those because they're positive cash flow. Maybe that's an overkill. Um, maybe we just need the home paid off and some cash to knock around with, um, and then the properties, the investment properties, should have been structured properly themselves. Like you know, just I'm thinking out loud here. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and and that's it. So typically, we, if because everyone needs a bit of guidance, because you can you can drop into a fairly dark space. Yeah, and that ideally, in order to pay it justice and to do it justice, you, you do need to be in that space. Uh, which is an appropriate cup that you've got for today's conversation, actually, yeah. mate. Yeah, let's keep it, let's keep it a, a high, a high level today, Andy, this morning. It's meant to be a coffee chat to kick the day off. <laughs> but uh, but it, so we start with, yeah, family home, you know, or yeah. security of residence, right? Yeah. Because for some people, if you're a rent vester, that might be, I'm happy just to pay rent. So we need an income to, to cover that rent. We go for how many years? Or if it's just a family home, what's the debt that we need to cover? Yeah, and then we talk about investment debt. You know, uh, we then talk about education for children. Yeah, um, supplemented income for the family, medical expenses for the family if need be, university, other debts. Now, depending on your values and depending on your mindset, you know, we've we've had clients who who want to cover absolutely everything for the utopian life. Yeah, and that's fine because that's what they want. And that's the right amount for them. Yeah. And then we've got people who just who basically take the view that if the shit hits the fan and something happens, we've been dealt a bad card. Uh, and as long as they're basically safe and their basic needs are met, then that's the best that we can do. Yeah. And someone's sort of saying, I think you just mentioned it there before. You know, education for the kids, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, 
you know, this is all this is all part of doing what we're doing, right? Um, yep. Um, yeah, Stu said, don't give them too much money. I, I don't want them partying too hard when we're gone, right? Yeah, that's a waste of Yeah, you don't want to give people an incentive to knock you off either, mate. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the uh, other thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, that's – and because that puts it in good perspective, it's a good question, you know, um, what do you want taken care of, you know, in that in that sort of scenario if, if that eventuates? Um, and, you know, what level is it? And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, you want, you want to sort of deal with the now, which might be that might cost two grand, five grand, ten grand, fifteen grand like a year, you know, um, uh, to, to do that stuff and, you know, uh, you know, are you overcomplicating it or are you under um, under investing investing in it? So it's a great question. So really, at the end of the day, you know, folks, we've got to have a think about what is it that you know we want taken care of. It's not about the amount of debt. So I think I think that's really the takeaway for me here, Andy, and potentially for those listening in. It's not about the amount of debt that you've got. It's about um, what do you want to have happen if if something did happen. And you reverse engineer from there, or up engineer 100%. from there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you don't have to pay out your five million dollars worth of debt if that doesn't make any sense, because you know maybe four and a half million of that is taken care of itself anyway. So you know um, that's uh, that's 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 uh, a good way to go about it. Any well, last sort of tips to- before we sort of uh, give it a give it a wind up for this morning, and and give everyone a shout out to join us on Wine and Wisdom because I know. I can see that look in your eyes, Andy. You've got <laughs> you've got a whole bunch of good info for us. I'm pretty passionate about it because it's yeah. an area that gets uh, there's a lot of propaganda about it. But if you do it right, you can you can really nail it. And there is a there's a good line that you can walk. And like everything, it's a strategy. And I think the final tip, and I think we did get to five. Uh, the final tip is is you gotta it, it, insurance is a part of a strategy, right? It's only there to mitigate the risks that you want it to mitigate over time. And as those risks start to diminish, so too should your insurance. And what do I mean by that? As your mortgage comes down over time, unless you go into bigger houses and things like that, your insurance should decline over time if you are appropriately insured. Yeah. So. And if you're young and you get it early, then the goal is to hold that right the way through. But if you if you choose that you never want a relationship, you want a nomadic lifestyle, you don't want children, then that policy's relevance starts to slip. So it's all about calibrating it back. And and as a part of that last one, you've got to know maybe point six, buyer beware, because there's so much BS propaganda about bullshit bloody and again, I'm not a union fund. I'm not celebrating advisory world. I'm not celebrating anybody. I'm just celebrating the truth. And the truth sits in. You've got to be so careful about the propaganda. You've got to know your policy, right? Because people quite often can get into group style insurances, which are common in industry super funds. And you have, you know, some, you know, well-known people who, who bandy these things around constantly. Uh, you've got to understand because what happens in a lot of these group policies is the amount of cover drops as you get older and most people don't understand that. They go, oh, I'm fine. I've got $2 million worth of cover and then they're 50 and they haven't looked at their statements for 10 years. They just look at the balance and they don't realise that their cover is now $75,000. Yeah. And so you just need to be – buyer beware, 
understand what you buy. Understand it, exactly. And, gang, you know, we talk about these these seven parts, seven plans around our world and that sort of financial plan there, Andy, that, you know, plan number seven, you know, that, you know, that's a big one. It's a big one when it comes to insurances, life, debt, TPD, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, plus a multitude of other things, planning for retirement, structuring, tax-free um, incomes, all sorts of things, super, et cetera. So it's a big one, folks. It's, it's a plan you've got to have dialed, absolutely dialed, um, along with the other six plans also to make the most uh, out of what we're up to. So, you know, um, I think that's... Um, uh, I think that's great when it comes to. Oh, I'm going to put us back now, Andy. I've, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, uh oh, I don't know how to go back there. <laughs> uh, but mate, um, no, I appreciate you uh, dropping by, and and I know it's not an easy chat to, to sort of make it short because there's so much in it. But um, um, uh, a deep dive on wealth, wine, and wisdom, I think, is the call. Alison, you're dead right. So, folks, if you haven't joined us uh, uh, before on a Friday at 5 p.m., Andy and I exchange our coffees for a glass of nice wine on a Friday and uh, we discuss the week and we break it up into three parts, what's in the news, um, uh, things you should know and if you've got any questions and we dive a little bit deeper. So, uh Andy, I think this one be a great one for Friday if you're up for it. Maybe uh, maybe we can put something together and, and dive a little bit deeper on it, cover the news a little bit um, as we as we go along. So, um, well, mate, I might even be up in your neck of the woods. So we might be doing it live from uh, PRE headquarters there in the uh, in the sunny Gold Coast. Just that depending would on be border. exciting times, um, absolutely. And after that, we'll we'll adjourn to the fire. Maybe we'll uh, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> Nice little fire to keep us warm. All right, mate. Well, listen, appreciate you dropping by, folks. Thanks for all of you guys hanging around today. I know there was a few questions in there, but if you guys do want some more info, join us on Friday. Um, And if you want to uh, connect with Andy, find him on Fenton Financial uh, in Facebook and send him a message. He's always happy to connect and, and chat and give you guys some guidance or point you in the right direction, wherever that might lead. So um, uh, that's it. Coffee and wealth coffee chat done and dusted. Um, uh, Andy did all the heavy lifting today, so that's great. And um, and <laughs> join me tomorrow, folks. Happy to be here. Yeah, for another one. Um, have a good day, and uh, we're done and dusted. Thanks for the shout out, team. All right, see you guys. Bye bye.